0: Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for The Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media, and this is The Literary Gardener for February 20th, 2019. The topic this time is, Experience Heaven on Earth in a Greenhouse or a High Tunnel. A greenhouse is my symbol for the whole of life, a womb, a heaven on earth. Theodore Rutke, American Poet, 1908-1963. Three-time Pulitzer Prize-winning poet Theodore Rutke grew up in Saginaw, Michigan, on 25 acres filled with glass-paned greenhouses, where his father and uncle grew florist flowers. For his book, The Lost Son, of 1949, Rutke wrote a series of poems that recall his childhood experiences working in the greenhouses with his stern father. He told a BBC host in 1953, Greenhouses were, to me, I realize now, both heaven and hell, a kind of tropics created in the savage climate of Michigan, where austere German-Americans turn their love of order and their terrifying efficiency into something beautiful. I agree with Rutke that greenhouses can be both heavenly and hellish. I love working with the plants in my greenhouse in winter when it's cold and raining outside. There's something about being in the enclosed space with the earthy smell of soil and growing plants and the sound of fat raindrops hitting the plastic roof that makes me wax poetic. On the other hand, walking into the greenhouse in July when the temperature inside has soared well past 100 degrees is I imagine a bit like venturing into hell over the years i've learned a lot about growing plants in a greenhouse in the rogue valley mostly through trial and error one thing i've learned for certain is that i can't grow plants healthy ones anyway in my medford greenhouse in july i use it october through early may to grow fall and winter greens in containers and to start flowers herbs and vegetables in spring that i transplant outdoors the rest of the time i use the greenhouse as storage space Now we're building a 20-by-40-foot high tunnel, also called a hoop house, in the milder summer climate of the southern Oregon coast. And I'll learn new strategies for indoor gardening there. We'll have eight eight 4-by-8-foot raised beds inside the high tunnel, plus bench space for sowing seeds and trays. I've learned that it's also important to me to have a comfortable seat inside, where I can relax, look at my garden, and think creative thoughts. We installed an electric heater and heating mats in the greenhouse in Medford. However, this time around, we're taking Elliot Coleman's advice, who wrote in his book, The Four-Season Harvest of 1999, the key to keeping a greenhouse inexpensive is not to heat it. Our electricity bill doubles in the winter when the heated greenhouse is in use. Coleman assures gardeners in USDA Hardiness Zones 7 and higher that the protection provided by an unheated greenhouse alone can put gourmet quality fresh winter vegetables on the table in even the coldest months. That sounds like heaven to me and certainly doable as the greenhouse in Medford is in Zone 8A and the site for the hoop house in Bandon is in Zone 9B. Location is an important consideration for greenhouses. Again, I appreciate the practical advice Coleman offers. He says the structure should be built next to the outdoor go- garden or as part of it, and close enough to the house so gardeners can see it, out of sight, out of mind, and won't mind walking to it during winter time. The ideal spot will get at least four hours of winter sunlight each day, so gardeners need to make sure the lower winter sun isn't blocked by trees or buildings. Debates have swirled about the correct orientation of a greenhouse in relation to the sun's daily trajectory. In northern latitudes, passive solar greenhouses are often positioned with the ends facing east-west, plus or minus up to 15 degrees, so the sun's rays enter through the long south-facing side, rather than through the ends where the sun casts more shadow. Nearby obstructions, slope, and wind protection are other considerations for orienting a greenhouse. According to Coleman, growing in an unheated greenhouse in the winter increases increases the temperature equal to moving one and a half USDA hardiness zones to the south. Providing a double layer of protection by using low tunnels or floating row cover inside the greenhouse moves your plants another 1.5 zone southward. This means my winter crops in Medford could be vacationing in Zone 11 beneath floating row cover inside the greenhouse, even without added heat, which is about the same zone as the winter crops will enjoy in my high tunnel in Vanden minus the double layer. Speaking of heating it up, temperatures inside the greenhouse in Medford have exceeded 90 degrees on sunny days in March. and An exhaust fan, vents, and an open door all help to force hot air out. The heat buildup makes my greenhouse unusable after May. I know some greenhouse gardeners in the Rogue Valley continue to grow crops during the summer by removing the plastic cover completely from its frame. One reason we decided to build a hoop house in Bandon is because the sides can be easily rolled up partway to allow for ventilation and air circulation inside the structure. Feeling the warmth of captured heat inside a greenhouse in the winter and a cool breeze wafting in during the summer? Now that's what I call heaven on earth. And that's it for The Literary Gardener. Thanks so much for listening, and happy gardening.